You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumer. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumer. Mary, uh, you got to help me out here. Which bill am I worried about? Am I worried about the reconciliation bill or the bipartisan bill? Or is it the funding bill or is it the debt limit bill? I like all four of them are kind of smooshing together, aren't they? They are, but just to pull them apart, I mean the the debt ceiling funding the government bill um, is probably the most critical in terms of the immediate effect it could have on any one of us. So I understand that yesterday um, the Senate either passed it or they said they have the votes. Cinema and Manchin agreed that they'd vote for it. So that is not really, it appears that that's not really an issue anymore. You're not going to get any Republican support, but, you know, who thought that was going to happen anyway? So that appears to be... That's okay for me to cross that off my list. It appears that that will happen and the government will not shut down on Friday. At least there's an extension until December. So we can worry about that again in December. Okay, good. And let's see. um, The bipartisan bill, which for the progressives is tied up with the reconciliation bill. And these bills all have terrible names, don't they? It's absolutely awful. Yeah. <laughs> so I, who knows what I, they're about? <laughs> I I think what we ought to do is name the bills after Catholic sacraments because reconciliation was a good name. So let's name another one extreme unction. Maybe. <laughs> For those who remember such things. Listen, I mean the bottom line on this is uh the Senate uh passed the you know, what we've been calling the bipartisan bill, which is the hard infrastructure uh, bill that uh, tens Republican senators were willing to agree to. The assurances were made at the time uh, that all we've done here was separate out this bill. Because remember, it was originally one big omnibus bill with a wide variety of infrastructure and social programs. The Republicans said, I I think this was Hall and Oates, you can correct me, or our brother Ray can. They said, I can't go for that. No can do. No can do. Yeah. And so the deal was, okay, we will move out the ones you guys can go for and would, frankly, would like to vote for because who doesn't like to vote for fixing a bridge? So we're going to put that over here. The Republicans will get behind that, and the House will go along with it. And what we'll do is we'll leave the rest of the stuff that you Republicans don't like, terrible socialist things like, uh, oh, pre-K education, child care, uh, dental and uh, vision Uh, for Medicare, all that kind of terrible stuff. We'll put that over here, but that'll be okay because we'll be able to pass that 
by a simple majority in the process that we call reconciliation. But don't worry, we're going to do both of these and everybody's going to be happy. So the Senate passes the bipartisan part. The House has not acted on that yet. And the Senate and others are now saying, yeah, I, why, why don't we like do the bipartisan one and then someday uh, we'll get to the other part. And so the progressives in uh, uh, the House are saying, no, how about we don't do that and forget it? Do you think I got the summary right? Yeah, I mean, I think that progressives feel like they got played. Um, and I don't, I mean, I that may, may not be true, but they definitely, it's not the deal they signed on to. Yeah, no, I think you had the right word there. I think they got played. Uh, I think when you believe the Republicans and frankly, part of the Democratic leadership Go along with us on these parts and we'll help you out later. You're nuts. It's not going to happen. And I, I agree, frankly, with Bernie Sanders saying the only time we're in a position of some power, some ability to affect things is right now. And when we say, OK, hang on and we'll get to uh, the reconciliation later, we have given away everything because that stuff ain't never going to happen. Well, exactly. And that's how Washington works. If you don't do it right away when you have the chance, right after in the first year of a new president, then it just doesn't happen. And, you know, there's a lot of problems that have languished for years, for decades. Immigration is one in particular that just never they can never pull the, the votes together. There's never the political will to fix it. And actually, a lot of the problems they're looking at solving through the reconcili reconciliation bill are similar. You know, it's not as if we don't know that the advantages of pre-K. It's not as if we haven't known for years. I mean, my kids are, you know, late 20s, early 30s, and childcare issues were a problem for working moms then. So, or working parents, I should say. So, you know, it's not, it, the cost of college has been an issue that's been out there and affecting young people's careers and lives for, you know, 40 years. So it's not like any of these things aren't necessary or needed. It's just put them off, put them off, nothing ever happens about them. And I think well, you're right that, that that's what not just the Republicans, but the, the few conservative or they call them moderate now Democrats want is put it off and you never have to do it. You know, if I were a congressman today, I really think I would side with the progressive wing and tell Speaker Pelosi and President Biden, no, guys, you reneged on us. Let it crash. Go ahead. I, I am not going to go along with this kind of charade of, well, you're going to get around to it later on. And I know there are bad consequences to that. But I feel like uh, for progressives, for those who believe uh, in the importance of bills like this, which frankly, by the way, also includes 
most of the climate change uh, right. narratives. Uh, right, that, great that, example. That, yeah, that we just kind of say, well, yeah, okay. I mean, we did this once before. Remember that at the beginning of the uh, Obama administration, he got ACA, the health care pass. He got Dodd-Frank, uh, the uh, uh, banking finance reform pass. But there was a third key bill, and it was a climate change bill. And he could not muster the votes uh, for that. And at that point, they said, well, we can't get to that now. Uh, we'll get, get to it later. And that's what, 10 years ago, we never got to. The same thing will happen. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a joke uh, people use. This the hill you want to die on? Uh, I think for the progressives, the answer is yes. You know what, do they, do they have the mojo? You know, I mean, are they going to be able to pull that off? Because it's not like anything that's in that bill is particularly radical. Honestly, it's not. And I'm not even sure that Biden disagrees with them. Um, but he's a realist because he's been in Congress, right? He knows how it works. And he's just, it appears to me, and I'm not there, so I don't know, that he's having trouble hurting the cats that are not um, in the progressive wing. So yesterday, well, I heard this last night that Kristen Cinema, yeah, 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 they ask her, you know, she's walking in the halls and Senate um, corridors or whatever, and someone says to her, you know, where are you? You know, meaning, where are you on these bills? And she says, I'm in the Senate. And they're like, okay, don't be glib. I know. And did you hear the rest of it? They said, no, like, we mean, where are you with this bill? And she said, I'm in front of the elevator. Oh, gosh, Kristen, uh, climate change, all this hanging in the balance. We are glad you're so doggone funny. Yeah, I mean, and, and to be so to use that word again, glib about it, when she's one of two votes that is gonna decide what happens. And, you know, not just hanging Biden's presidency and agenda in the balance, but what happens to all these Americans for, you know, generations to come. Um, I thought to myself, if I were a Democrat living in Arizona, I would run against her. Absolutely. Because I think she's vulnerable. She's, she'd be better to just say, no, I'm not going to vote for it. Yeah. No, I think she play is that vulnerable. Because, mm -hmm. you know, people say, well, there's conservative element. She's in Maricopa County. Uh, it's a purple state. Joe Biden won that state of yeah. Arizona. I think she is vulnerable. Cinema may have been a transitional uh, candidate, but... Frankly, to me, I understand I'm prejudiced. Uh, she seems to me not to be someone of clear policy, clear conviction, anything else. She just thinks she's found this little world uh, right. that that will work. And then her, her partner in crime really seemed to work together. Uh, Joe Manchin, you know, where she's got to be cute and glib, he's got to be the tough guy. So last night, uh, reporters are saying, you know, is there a possibility that the planning, the negotiation could happen before tomorrow? No. 
no chance of that, whatever. No, watch me here while I roar and show how much testosterone I have. To the progressives, and they said this out, out loud, that was just a signal, you guys aren't important. I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Nice job on negotiating, Joe. Yeah, I'm, I mean, but I just think he's, I know I've said this before, this is very risky for him because if the Democrats do very badly in the midterms, he is literally nobody. You know, because if, the, if McConnell takes over the Senate again, he's just another senator who has burned a lot of bridges. So Absolutely, a tremendous amount of bridges. And do not expect Mitch McConnell to show any gratitude None. to you at all, uh, None. None. Uh, Joe. I mean, the two words that typify the Republicans right now to move guy from Joe over, and we have to say they are two really successful words. You don't have to analyze the principle or the pro proposal. You don't have to argue against it. You say no, and you say socialism. That's it. <laughs> Right. What, what yeah. are you what are you opposed to child care no socialism bam that's all done it's a winner yeah. and what's crazy is for their base that works yeah. that's everything they want to know right because they equate social programs with socialism that's it you know, the Republicans have been so successful on these arguments over the years, over the past 40 years, that the shorthand isn't accurate. It doesn't make sense, but it's it's it always works. Well, you know? it always and these are works. programs that a lot of these folks want and need. That's the part that's crazy. Yeah. Prob there's probably not a state in the union that needs a lot of this stuff more than West Virginia. Yeah. But Manchin... You know, he says, oh, I'm not a victim of the, or I'm not a captive of the coal industry, but he is. And of I think that's what pushes him a lot. Yeah. I, you know, the question would be, Joe, seriously, you're not a captive of the coal industry. How did you get elected right. in West Virginia? Give, right. give me a break. Okay, so complicated day today, but we're both busy, so we cannot be sitting watching the news every minute. Yep. So they don't have to just be catching up on the yeah. nightly news. And they, the Senate and the House are going to have to do this without us. It's a <laughs> danger, dangerous day for the Republic. Oh, my Lord. Well, tomorrow will be fun then. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.